0: I would say approximately 50% of the folks who come into my office who would like guidance in getting their child under better control, and I'm going to say uh, with a kid under 12, at least 50%. It's probably higher than that, I, I think, but I'm going to just say 50 as a conservative percentage. When I ask what the school people say, usually this is one teacher if it's an elementary child or if it's a kid who's in the 6th grade or so and there are multiple teachers. The parents are surprised. Parents don't get it. They don't understand it. They give me some version of, the school doesn't see any of this. They think he's a delight. And then they usually share with me all the accolades that they got about this kid at their previous conference with the teacher. Generally, I'd say more often than not, they don't get calls from the school saying, this kid is a major disruption in the classroom, you've got to help us out. Now, now, that does happen, of course. I, I get that. It's not uncommon, but much of the time. Now, part of the reason for that is, it wasn't so much the case... When I was at the mental health centers, and we pretty much took anyone who came in the door. At the point where I am now, in private practice, I can, I can decide who I wish to see. When I decide who I wish to work with, on the basis of certain things I look for in the initial call. And more often than not, I, I get parents that are, are cooperative and willing and wanting to do something about the home situation. But they're flummoxed. They don't understand why does this kid not do this For the school people. Now, they have ideas on why this doesn't happen, but much of the time they miss it. They'll give you ideas like, well, um, maybe he just holds it in all day, and then when he gets home, he has to explode. Or they'll say something like, he's probably secure with us. Uh, He knows that, that, that we will always love him, so he doesn't fear losing our approval. Maybe he fears losing the teacher's approval. That's still not the main one. The main one is this, perception. The reality is the teacher doesn't have a fraction of a parent's authority. Mom and dad have far more leverage over that child's conduct. They can give essays, they can make him go to bed early, they can wipe out dessert, they can, do, they can just do a ton of things that there is no way... A teacher has the prerogative to do, the permission to do, and the flexibility to do. They just, they just don't. If the child realized that, in fact, the teacher didn't, this is especially true with the younger kids, he might push harder. One might say, well, but wait a minute, Dr. Ray. The child doesn't want to embarrass himself in front of 18 peers. Sometimes that's the case, but sometimes it's not. Sometimes, uh, yeah, act up, it's kind of cool. Class clown. Recognition. Applause. Neat kid. The main factor is the power of perception. The child perceives that in the role that that teacher has in the school, how the teacher carries him or herself, what they might do to another child in terms of discipline consequence, even though it's very benign, you know, you have to stay in for recess. Whatever it is, it is not so much the reality of authority, it's the perception of authority. And the parents, at some level, have lost that child's perception of their authority. The child doesn't perceive that they can do this. Now the parent might say, well, how could he not perceive it? We, we've done these things. He's had to write essays. He's gone to bed early. He's been grounded. I mean, we've put consequences on him that are far more than the teacher would put on him. And I would say, yeah, that's true. But this is, this is a game of chance. What are the chances that that's going to happen? Now, in most cases, the chances are low. Because we as parents, by and large, hover between maybe 10 and 15% consistency. That's pretty much where we're at. And I know people thinking, no, Dr. Ray, come on. No, you you, you you gauge it out. Now, I'll do a consistency test at some point down the road here on the program. And then I'll show you, I will prove to you how easy it is to get down to 10 or 15%. That's where most of us operate. Because the rest of the time, it's just words. So, the child over the years has sized up has perceived that the parent's authority is is not what he takes into account. Either they will argue with him, or they will nag him, or they will threaten him, or they will get frustrated with him, all kinds of imposters, all kinds of fraudulent types of authority, rather than real authority, which is, I mean what I say, and I'm I'm going to do something about it. Now, this doesn't mean you're a jackbooted thug. That's another analog, this whole idea that any kind of discipline is somehow autocratic. It's not, not the case at all. Matter of fact, I, I'm digressing now, but as a matter of fact, you don't have discipline, you get mean. That, that's a natural progression. It's a natural trajectory. I should say it's a natural regression. When you don't have authority, you don't like what you become. You, you talk the way you don't talk to anybody else in the world. So, in fact, what you want to do is to teach your child to have the perception of you that is authoritative. Think back to your own parents. Now, as a general rule, this is not the case all the time, but it's just a generality. The generation before us had more authority as parents than we do. And there's a lot of reasons for this. But that's kind of the way it was. And definitely, the, the parents, their parents, had more authority than they did. There's been a steady decline in authority the last couple generations in our culture. Across the board cops, teachers, coaches, parents, organizations. So, your parent may have had the look. Remember the look? Many clients say to me, all my mom had to do is just look at me, gave me the look. I stopped. Why? There's no authority in the look. You perceived that the look meant something. You perceived from early on in your childhood that the look had been paired with action. There's going to be some kind of discipline response. And then after a while, all it took was just the look. It's like Pavlov's dogs, you know. You salivated to the bell because the bell got associated with food. After a while, all you had to do is just have the bell, and then you salivated, just like you would with food. Well, it's the same thing with a look. The look had been associated with authority, and the perception of the look was all that was needed anymore. So, to get the perception of authority for your child, you have to assert authority. Calm, quiet, not crazy person authority, just the discipline that is... Predictable, reasonably consistent, and a follow-through. And then after a while, that child will behave as well for you as he behaves for his teacher. I'm Dr. Ray.